If I had to restart my journey of taking the CAPM exam again, here's exactly some do's and don'ts I would do. Wait a minute, I am not finished. See, the CAPM exam is challenging, but it's definitely possible to pass with the proper preparation. Here's some brutally honest, and I do mean brutally honest, do's and don'ts to help you prepare for the exam and achieve your goal of becoming a certified, say what? Certified, okay, I just got excited. Certified Associate Project Manager. You mind if I share a story with you? So I know this might sound crazy, but what I learned in preparing to take the capping exam was really first about believing in myself. What do you mean by that, ED? You see, a lot of times we can get caught up in uh, the hype. Uh, okay, you don't like that one. Sometimes we can get caught up, or I like how I heard someone said, we can get in our own way. We get in our own way, in our own way by overthinking the thing that we want to accomplish, the goal we want to achieve. And that was me, family. I was getting in my own way by just overstudying. And, and, and you say, how can you ever overstudy? Well, I was overstudying where I never gave myself a break or an opportunity to soak in the information. I didn't even understand that what I was really doing was not really helping me. And there's going to be some do's and don'ts that I walk you through that as I did figure it out, it allowed me to have the success. But wait, I do have to be, I have to do be, I have to be candidly honest with you. The first time I took this exam, I didn't pass. And I've shared that story before. And the, again, the reason why I didn't pass, I thought it was because I didn't know the information. But sometimes you'll be shocked that it has nothing to do with the information. It's the trust, or as, as Carol Dweck said in the book, The Mindset, the growth and the fixed mindset. I had to develop a growth mindset to believe it's possible to believe that I can break those limited beliefs because I, I, I didn't do, I wasn't really a great test taker. That's what I was telling myself. And when I was telling myself, I was already setting myself up to what? fail. So let me go through my, my eight point framework. If you're new to the channel, I go by the name of ED for all you smart and intelligent folks out there. Listen, I'm just going to tell you, it just means that today's episode is entitled CAPM exam, brutally honest do's and don'ts. You must know again, CAPM exam, brutally honest do's and don'ts. You must know. All right, let's get to work. First one. I kind of talked about it in the, when I asked you, when I was sharing a little story with you about don't second guess, guess yourself. I've heard it many times from people that I've worked with that I've helped as far as when we were in study groups of, of passing the test and I've actually experienced it myself. I mean, I would be there on, uh, I was taking the test and I was like, no, uh, I don't know if that answer is right. I'm going to check it as, you know, I want to come back. And you're navigating through the test and navigating through the test. And then you come back and you change a whole bunch of answers. Maybe that's not you, but that was me. I changed a whole bunch of answers. And then I had to develop a mindset again, a growth mindset that, hey, I studied hard for this. This is what I truly believe the answer is. And I'm going to stick with it. Don't mean that I'm not willing to adjust or adapt. However, I have to trust 
what the, the, the preparation, the training that I, I went put myself through as far as taking a, a certified CAPM course and working with uh, coaches and trainers. So again, family, when you're taking this test, don't, and I do remain, and I do remain and remain. I do, I do want to honestly let you know, don't second guess yourself because when you start second guess yourself, I'm telling you, it's just, it's going to be a long ride. You might as well put in your seatbelt because this is, yeah, it's going to be one of those journeys. Let's move on to point number two. Do take practice exams. See, one of the things that I, I did I did enjoy is being able to have the opportunity to take pr practice exams. And the reason why you take a lot of practice exams is to understand how the questions are being asked. I'll even add, add a caveat here. This wasn't even in the in, in the presentation today. However, I want to say that family. Try and take other people's, uh, just like, you know, let's say you have a core trainer you're working with, see if you can find an online app and kind of compare the, the questions because that'll allow you to have a variation of, of what the test may look like because, again, uh, PMI is, they do an extremely great job. They do an amazing job of really testing your knowledge and seeing like if you are just becoming, if you're doing it just for book stuff or do you actually, did you actually take the time to understand the, the information? Point number three, this is something that, you know, again, when I took the, the, the test the second time, the first time I took it, I, I couldn't sleep at all. I had all type of anxiety. I was like, I was super excited for the test and I was like, I'm not, you know, and I, I'm like, Shh. I probably got like three or four hours of sleep, maybe tops. <laughs> I mean, but you need to get sleep, family, because getting enough sleep is essential for the cognitive of your mind and your function. And and they, you know, they say seven to eight hours, but you know your body. So if you if you only need six hours or five hours to be very have a functional mindset, then that's cool. But make sure you take care of you. Make sure you know you take care of that of your mind because if not, you're gonna go in there half sleepy. You're, you you probably rush rush through the tests and you'll start changing answers and you like wait a minute, I know I knew that. And I only say that family because I did all those things. So I'm sharing it with you. So do, I do repeat, do get enough sleep. Let's move on to point number four. Hey, do your homework or do your research basically. See, before you even start studying, take some time to learn about the CAPM exam. I didn't do that. What I did was I went and got a training course and I got the books and everything. And I didn't take the time to look at the outline. Let me tell you what Project Management uh, Institute does for you. They've created an outline around the four domains for CAPM. That's crazy. And I'll be, I would wonder if I could ever talk with someone, for uh, interview someone from PMI and ask them, how many people click on that link in the in the source in the, uh, in the source area. I think it's in the uh, the course area, but. There's four domains that you need to be cognizant of. First domain is around project management fundamentals and core concepts. That's about 36%. Then you got domain two, predictive and plan-based methodologies. That's 17%. Then you have domain three, which is agile framework and methodologies. That's your 20%. And then domain four, which is a new domain, is it? Well, I say new, really not new, but they, I say they remixed it in a, in a, in a remix. But anyway, business analyst framework, and that is about 
27%. You can look this stuff up on, uh, on PMI, but if you want me to do the homework for you as far as providing you the link where you can find this at, leave a comment and I got you. Say no more. Let's move on to point number five. I keep saying this and I, I sound like, I know it may sound like a motivational video right now at this point, but you have to believe in yourself. No, 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 you have to believe in yourself. Yep, because when you take the time to believe in yourself, you will have the opportunity to pass the exam. But wait, 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 because I know we're going to have some people say, well, okay, all that motivation and personal development is good and believing and having the hype, but I still got to know the information. You're absolutely right. But let me ask you a question, Mr. Smarty Pants or Miss Smarty Pants. What if you had a uh, a great mindset, plus you understood the information and you're going with a, and with a positive, upbeat mindset of going in and walking into the exam and believing and breaking those limited beliefs and already telling yourself a story. Wait, because now it's getting really good to me. Because a lot of times, family, we tell ourselves stories. You don't believe me? Here's a story. The story is, is I don't know if I'm going to be able to pass this. I don't even know if it's worth even taking the CAPM exam. Now you've invested all this money in a trainer and a coach, and now you're questioning if he's even worth it. See, we tell ourselves these stories because we, if, we, if we don't tell ourselves these stories, we're, we're really what we're trying to do is watch this family. We're trying to embrace the pain uh, or the impact to the pain, matter of fact, because it's going to, it'll hurt if we don't pass. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. When I didn't pass that first time, it hurt it. I mean, I, I wish I could tell you something different and I'm being vulnerable here. I wish I could tell you that it made me feel great. Like, yes, I'm going to get back up and do it again. I had to think about that thing for a minute because I was like, is it even worth it? And I started telling myself those stories. I said, no, 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 ED. We got to get back to work. We always get back to work. And so I said, okay, well, let's start over. Let's figure out where I was weak at. Let's develop those areas and let's maintain where I was strong at. And we got to get back because I, I need to get and pass this cap M. And of course, I wouldn't be here today dropping this good news to you, family, if I didn't drop, if I didn't pass the cap M. Let's move on to uh, point number six. Do eat. Okay, now, again, I want to put some caveats in place here. What I mean by that is, family, is, is that I didn't eat the first time. <laughs> I know, I know, it's, it sounds weird, but uh, I drank a lot of liquid, though. Uh, I thought that would hold me, uh, you know, for a moment, but yeah, I, I didn't eat anything because I was too nervous, you know, my stomach, you know, I don't know about you. Uh, I love what Tim Grover said when Michael Jordan asked him, you know, when he told him he had butterflies, he, and Tim Grover, Michael Jordan's main trainer, said, well, just make sure those butterflies are going in the same direction, and I'm a, I don't know how my butterflies were just all over the place. I was nervous. I was anxious. I was excited, um, and I just, I said, I can't eat anything. Well, excuse me. I didn't want to eat anything. It's not that I can't or couldn't. I just chose not to eat anything. So I made a decision the second time around. Listen, I'm going to eat something. I'm going to have a meal, whether uh, if I take this test in the morning and in the afternoon or midday, I'm going to eat something. But and that is the conjunction here, it's not going to be a hefty meal. There's going to be a, enough that I, I feel full, uh, but if you let me stay a little bit longer at the dinner table or the breakfast table, I probably could eat more. But I just needed enough for the energy to keep, you know, to get me going and, and get me vibrant. And I'm going to throw this other one in, too. If you exercise, taking a walk or getting on the treadmill or getting on the bike or going for a run, those things also get you going, get that, you know, getting that, that, that blood flowing through the body. All right, let's move on to point number uh, seven. Do not, and I do repeat, 
do not give up. I told you before I didn't pass it the first time and I wanted to give up. I was like, this test is not, not worth it. Again, the stories I'm telling myself. I was saying that, hey, this is impossible. How do people even pass this exam? And this was the messed up part about it, family. I was helping people, uh, I was helping people and I wasn't getting paid for it, but I was helping people pass the CAPM exam. That's what made it, the stories even worse because it was like, how are you able to uh, help other people? And then you start going down another storyline like, well, you know, people who can't do it, they coach. Now that's, you know, I don't even know who started that. That is, that is, that don't even make sense do it. So I just was like, okay, um, I'm going to go through this struggle. I'm going to go through this pain, but I have to pass this exam and I have to keep going and studying and practicing and doing what others won't do so I can have what others won't have. And that, and, and honestly, that was my driver. And, and that's all I, that's all I, I did was, was put a plan and focus and focus. Point number eight, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, a lot of people think they can go on this journey alone. And I, and I really want to be honest with you, family, you can, but it is better to go on a journey with other people that are, are taking this exam because, or getting a study buddy or a coach or a mentor to walk you through this instead of just going to pick up a book and think you're going to be able to read the book from you know beginning to end because there's going to be insight, what I call wisdom, uh, from that group. If, if there's trainer trainers and coaches in there, they're going to be able to say, hey, you might, this is, here's a, a good example that one of, one of the trainers, shout out to Scott, shout out to Phil. The, these two gentlemen really helped me uh, a lot. And what I learned was, is there were certain techniques that, and I'm not going to give them here, but if you want to know more about them, leave, leave a comment and I'll, you know, uh, we'll work something out where I can help you on your journey. But there were certain techniques that they gave me that really allowed me to really see the question really crystal clear and not how PMI was, you know, mixing it up. Cause sometimes PMI will mix the question up because again, I, like I said, and I love that they do this and they should do more of it just to make sure you understand the material and being able to understand the material. It doesn't matter what they put inside the question, because if you understand the material, you know what is garbage to move to the side. Um, and that's when they started uh, at that time, they didn't have, uh, something in place where you can X out the answers. Oops, I kind of gave one of the secrets away. So since I already said it, I'll, I'll have to tell you more about that one. But yeah, family, there's just different things. So being able to ask for help, get with a study group, get with people that can hold you accountable. Now, there's some things that I did leave out in this video. And the reason why that I left them out, because there's so many, there's so many more, like I, I'll give an honorable mention to, again, having a, having a, a, a study group, group, and most of all, having a plan, because you know, you know, the model here, if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. And so, uh, but those things are self-evident and sometimes you can plan, 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 but you don't take any action. And so I kind of wanted to stay away from that a little bit. I really want to provide you actionable, executable uh, ways of moving forward. Hey, my name is ED. Until next time, you know my model. I'm out.